Hey Start Today, this is Jackson, and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate y'all showing up in the community. I love seeing photos and videos of you taking on every day and striving for more. It's really incredible to be able to witness your journeys and be able to cheer you on. If you have photos or videos of you or a friend getting out there and striving for greatness, please share them with me. You can use the hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the Start Today Instagram account directly. The photos that you share don't have to have anything to do with the journal, just anything that you're working to achieve, we'd love to see. Your stories are inspiring, and I'd love to share them with the rest of the community. That's hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the account directly. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to the Start Today podcast. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that I'm here. And I'm glad that I saw a duck this morning. (laughs) So ridiculous. But when I was walking back from the gym, I was walking through the park and I looked over and there was just a little duck waddling along and it was so cute and it made me so stinking happy. And it just so happens that when I got back here, I was answering questions in the Start Today DMs. So I had put it out to the community. I was like, hey, if you have any questions for the podcast, put them here. And one of the questions that I got was about purpose was about how we can feel happy and fulfilled because she said she had achieved some really big stuff in her life, but she wasn't feeling anything from it. And my answer to her, which I put in stories, so maybe you guys saw it already, but my answer to her was honestly, the big stuff, the giant goals, those massive things I don't think they ever quite feel the way we think that they will. It never feels like you want it to, to be totally honest. The big giant stuff that I've achieved in my career or my life didn't shift my happiness in one direction or another, didn't make drastic change. It just, it doesn't shake things up the way you believe that it will when you're in the pursuit. So the question becomes, well, why are we pursuing these goals in the first place? And I think what I've learned over time is that I pursue the big stuff. That was a term she used. She's like, I've I've achieved some big stuff. I pursue the next big goal because those are often tied to the kind of life that I get to live. Working really hard to achieve a certain level of financial freedom so that I can take care of my kids and I can live life on my terms and I can be totally in control of my own schedule, that does make me happy. Where I think that we get misinformed is that we believe the achievement of the goal itself is the key. And like Aerosmith said, life's the journey, not the destination. 
it really is about what happens along the way. But what I know is true for me is that if I heard myself saying this 10, 15 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. I really think this is one of those things you only truly understand if you're inside of it. So keep doing what you're doing, but don't be surprised if you get to this thing that you thought was going to be so amazing and it's awesome and you celebrate, I hope, and you have a good time and you're like, wait, I'm still the same person. That's not going to shift you as much as what's going on inside of you. I was way happier about seeing a duck in the park than I have been about any career success in the last three years, for real. It's really exciting when I get to a new level with the podcast. It's really exciting when I'm working on a new project or I sign a contract. Don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful for those things. And you know me, y'all. I work hard to be able to have them. But they don't necessarily make me happy. They provide me with the lifestyle that allows me to be happy on my terms, which is that I can take time during the day to walk through a park and stare at a duck for a while. So I wrote that down in my journal this morning, and I just wanted to share it with you guys in case any of you needed to hear that as well. What we're actually going to talk about today is scarcity versus abundance or growth mindset versus fixed mindset. The idea for today's episode came because tomorrow's episode of RHP is all about scarcity mindset versus abundant mindset. And it definitely has, because you know me, a little bit of a, a hippie, woo-woo, spiritual, all the things, it's definitely going to go down that path. I want to talk about manifesting and law of attraction and the kind of results that we generate when we are stuck in a scarcity mindset. I know not all of you are on that same path with me, and that's okay. So what I thought would be cool is to serve the Start Today community something that's a little bit more tactical, right? It's a little bit more like, how does this affect your current life where you are trying to achieve the things that you're trying to achieve or trying to take better care of yourself, I love, by the way, all of the posts you guys are doing for last 90 days. It's so cool. We're in November now, which feels unbelievable to me that we're here. But the fact that we're all still going strong, I see you guys fighting to keep your commitments to yourself, to keep your promises to yourself. And I just find it really inspiring and cool. If you're not familiar with growth mindset versus fixed mindset, there is a fantastic book that's been around forever called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Carol Dweck is a psychologist. I think she was a professor at Stanford. And she wrote the quintessential book on how our minds work, what mindset is. And she did it from the perspective of data and research and science and medicine. It's not your hippie friend, Rach, telling you, what I believe, it's actually based on really tangible data and facts. So if you've never read that, I highly recommend it. But something that I learned when I read that book years ago was that I finally had a word for the way that I think. And to be totally honest with you guys, I don't know where this comes from. In fact, 
I feel like I grew up in a family that was very closed mindset, that was very, very fixed mindset in a lot of ways. So I'm not really sure how I grew up with this belief, but I always had this belief, and I can remember this going as far back as I have memory, that I could figure things out. Whatever it was, I could just figure it out. If I didn't know how to do something, I figured I could learn. That didn't start and stop with like math or getting an A in English. I really truly did believe that anything I wanted to try, if I was willing to work at it and I was willing to learn, that I could figure it out. Legit, if I decided right now at 40 years old that I'm going to go be an astronaut, I believe that I could do that. I don't want to. I'm not super interested in it. But I carry the belief system that anything is possible if I'm willing to do those two things, learn and work hard. And what I understood when I read the book for the first time was that is a growth mindset. A growth mindset believes that everything can be learned, that anything you don't currently have, you don't currently know, that there are paths to get to the place where you do understand that, where you are really good at it, where you've done your 10,000 hours. The flip side is also true. There's something called a fixed mindset. And I actually think this is the most interesting part of that book and is really helpful for you. Even if you think that you have a growth mindset, it is really helpful for you to understand what the opposite is. I remember reading that like, God, so long ago, maybe 10 years, and understanding for the first time that I had a growth mindset and my partner had a fixed mindset. And it made so much sense. So many things clicked into place because I realized from his perspective, he really didn't think change was possible. He really thought that you came into this world with a certain amount of intelligence and that was it. A fixed mindset believes that whatever you've got is what you've got and it's not possible to make it better. And he had never articulated it in quite that way before, but we had gotten into so many debates over the course of our relationship where I would say like, oh, well, we can do that thing. And he was like, we don't know how to do that. I'm like, oh yeah, we don't know how to do it yet, but obviously we could figure it out. And he would get so anxious about that. And I never understood why. When you're in a relationship with someone, whether it's romantic, friendship, a family member, a coworker, your boss, your employee, and their mind works totally differently than yours, it is very easy to get into debate and to have tension and to have a lot of miscommunication and misunderstanding where you think maybe they're attacking you or they're being rude to you. And it's really just that their mind is working on a completely different plane. A fixed mindset thinks this is as good as it's going to get. It's not really going to change much from here. And I remember when we were dating, like really early in our relationship, and we were together for 18 years, so this was a long time ago. I remember saying to him, I was joking about how much I read. I love to read. And I was like, man, that's going to be me. I'm going to be like 80 years old, and I'm still going to be you know, trying to learn French or trying to build my own car. Like I, I could just see myself in my retirement just continuing to grow and learn and travel 
And I was young to be saying that. Now that feels like such a a valid truth in my life. But back then, I didn't really have anything to base that on. It was just this feeling that I had that I would always be excited to learn something new. And I remember him looking at me like I had two heads. And he wasn't mean. He was genuinely perplexed. He was like, why? Why would you want to learn a language when you're old? Like at that point, why would you learn anything? And it was like we were speaking two different languages to each other in that moment. A fixed mindset, I imagine, has got to be so difficult to navigate the world with. I imagine that it would make you fearful. I imagine it would make you pessimistic. I imagine that you would feel trapped because you believe that whatever you've currently got is all you're ever going to be able to have. If honestly, you guys get this book, it's so fantastic. And the reason for me it was so great was because I could then give him that book and be like, bro, this is the difference between us. And him reading about fixed mindset made him realize for the first time that there was another way. Because a mindset is moldable. It's malleable. It's changeable. Again, I'm saying this because I believe that that is true. But this has been proven time and time again. In fact, there's a lot of studies that Carol Dweck has done. They're in the book. And a lot of people reference them that if your kid does well on a test or gets a straight A or does something great, that it's really important to tell them, man, good job. I can tell how hard you worked on that versus telling the kid, oh, buddy, you are so smart. You are so smart. Establishing for our children that they've been able to accomplish something because of who they are versus how they worked at it is establishing for them what is possible. If your kid believes that they were able to do something because of a skill they were born with versus a thing they acquired through effort, it's easy for them to believe that they're stuck in a certain place. But if you establish for them that they did what they did because they figured it out, it empowers them. And don't take my word for it. Seriously, go read the book. There's a ton of good info in there. But how does this apply to what you're doing in your life right now? How does this apply to your goals, personal or professional? If you have a fixed mindset about certain areas of your life, because I think that we can be sort of siloed in the way that we view things. I think that you could have a growth mindset about areas that you have grown before and a fixed mindset about things that are new or scary or uncertain. I think the most helpful thing for us today is to talk about what you can do to develop a growth mindset or what you can do to develop an even greater growth mindset. The first thing that I think you can do is to be mindful of when you are in a situation and you don't realize that you're fixed or you're stuck. So those are situations like 
Anytime that you see someone do something you'd love to do and you tell yourself, oh, that's not for me. That's, that's them. That's how they're wired. Thinking that someone else is wired differently and that's why they're able to be a great public speaker. That's why they're able to have their own podcast. That's why they're able to be a calm parent when you can't seem to get a hold of yourself. Whenever you see someone doing something that you admire or you aspire to, and that internal monologue tells you that it's not for you because they're somehow special, that is a fixed mindset. Anytime that you experience a setback or failure and you think, well, you know, just goes to show you, I'm never going to be X, Y, Z. That internal monologue is a great thing to pay attention to, to understand where this fixed mindset shows up. So the first thing you want to do is just be aware of that. If you can sort of like, oop, I see, oop, I see that, I see that, you're going to start to become conscious of how often this thinking shows up in your life. And by the way, if you're like me, you'll read about it and immediately start identifying people who are close to you. Oh, daddy's like that. My sister's like that. My friends are like, you'll be able to see really quickly now the people in your life who have growth mindset versus fixed. And by the way, if you've got some people with growth mindset, lean in, spend more time with them, get around that energy, get around that vibration, get around the words that they use and the way that they see the world because that stuff does rub off on you. The other thing that you can do is to just do a quick history. Look at every time you didn't know how to do something, but you figured it out. Do you know how to drive a car? Okay, there was a time you didn't know how to drive a car. Do you know how to walk? There was a time you didn't know how to walk. And those are just silly, simple things. What are some of the bigger things in your life you've figured out? What are some of the emotional, traumatic, hard experiences that when you were, you were like, I can't do this, and here you are on the other side, five years removed or 10 years removed, and doing really well, and making strides and working on yourself? That is proof that you can learn and grow. The next thing that you can do is praise the effort. Praise the effort. Give yourself credit for any time that you are actually putting effort in to learn, to grow, to try. We are not going to be a community that is afraid of failure because we know that the only way we are ever going to get where we want to go is a willingness to fail. Let's not be afraid of failure. Let's not be afraid of other people seeing us fail, of other people talking crap, of other people judging. Let's be afraid of getting to the end of our lives and realizing we didn't do anything that we wanted to do. We didn't do anything of substance because we were so worried about getting it wrong. The next thing that you can do is embrace learning. Learning literally anything. Learn how to bake learn how to cook, learn how to train for your first 5K, learn about small business accounting, learn anything that you're interested in and that you think will help you. Forcing yourself to learn something that you actually don't care about 
is not going to serve you in any way and is probably going to set you up for failure because you're going to get bored with it or you're going to be stressed out by it versus when you're really excited about an area, a topic, an industry, you're way more likely to geek out and embrace learning fully with failure along the way because you want to figure it out and get it right. It doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that you're willing to try. The next thing that you can do is to celebrate when you do actually accomplish something. When you're learning a new language and you're actually able to speak to another fluent speaker and get a few sentences out and you know what you said and they know what you said, like celebrate the little things. Celebrate jogging your first half mile without throwing up. Celebrate those little moments because y'all, that is the only thing that's going to keep that momentum going for you is acknowledging the effort. And since we're talking about celebrating, I think it's also worth talking about the opposite, which is jealousy. This is where tomorrow's conversation on RHP really comes in. Abundant mindset, abundant thinking is the belief that there is enough for everyone, that it is impossible for us to run out of opportunity. There's always money that we can make. There's always friends that we can make. There's always new experiences to be had. Abundant thinking is holding the belief that this isn't a zero-sum game. Scarcity mindset and scarcity thinking is the belief that if she has success in an area you want success, it means now that you can't have it. Scarcity says that if someone else is thriving, it means that now you can't thrive. This is, in my opinion, where most of the trolls and the haters that exist on social media come from. They're people in scarcity mindsets who believe that someone else's success comes at the price of their own. And it's just fundamentally not true. Now, it shows up a lot more when we're insecure. Confident people do not have a scarcity mindset. In fact, the most insecure people in the world are the ones that are most jealous. When I was earlier in my career, I used to see other authors having success, or I'd see other people having success. And my gut instinct was to judge. I was like, well, she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't work as hard. She's not, she, that like I would make up all these things, not taking the time to unpack that what was the base layer of that judgment was my own envy. Now, just as a side note, the great thing about jealousy is that it's an indication to you. When you are jealous of someone, it's a really good indication of something that you really want in your life. You're seeing something in them that you actually really want. So instead of putting your energy into hating, put your energy into, you know what, how can I make changes? How can I make moves? How can I work toward having that thing that they have instead of tearing them down because they have it? So it is a really good indicator, but it also is a huge sign of insecurity. And I was super insecure. 
So I would see people having success and I definitely had a scarcity mentality about, oh my gosh, if that author is succeeding in my category, she's taking my spot. This is some bullcrap, guys. This is not real. This is a lie. Think about it for a second. I love to read. I love to read. And if my favorite authors would write a book a month, I would buy every single one. But they don't. It takes us a while to write books, which means that when I finish a book and I want another book, I've got to go to another source. It doesn't take anything away from the authors that I love because don't worry, I'll come back and get it the next time you have something for me to buy. Another example of this is I've done interviews lately on RHP. Uh, this summer I interviewed Miranda Kerr, who has a fantastic organic skincare line. And I'm a big skincare nerd. I love like a science experiment. I love trying out new serums and seeing what works. And I pride myself on taking care of my skin. It's just a big ritual for me and I love it. So when Miranda came, she hooked me up with all this stuff from her line and I tried a bunch of it. And there are probably four items from her line that I love, like obsessed. I They are part of my skincare regimen now. I stand by them. They're my favorites. Well, then the other day, I interviewed Molly Sims, who's fabulous, by the way, and I can't wait for you guys to hear that interview. I interview Molly Sims. She has a new skincare line. She's talking to me about what hers is for, why she made it. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. She gives me some product. Your girl's like, absolutely, new things to test out and try. Well, lo and behold, now I have two things from Molly's line <laughs> that I actually think are better than Miranda's. So now I have in my skincare regimen both of their lines in different ways. When I run out of this stuff for Molly, I will go buy it again. I am a paying customer for both of these women, for both of these brands. I use them both. There is no competition there. But it would be very easy to see another woman in your category and think, oh my gosh, if she has a customer, they can't also be my... Think of your makeup drawer. Think of the clothes in your closet. Think of the services that you use right now in your life. You use more than one thing. Maybe some of you are wildly loyal and you only use one brand for everything all the time, but that's not how human beings work. So if you have evidence of this in your own life, then your fear about another woman surpassing you in business and it taking away from what you're able to do is only in your own mind. And whatever you believe to be true, scarcity or abundance will be true for you. Think about this. Let's say you own a business. If you believe that there are so many customers out there for you, your job is just to go find them, you are going to act in a completely different way than if you believe that there's only a hundred possible people in my town who might buy this. And if I don't make moves to have those hundred people, or if I don't make decisions, you're going to run your business in a completely different way. If you believe the opportunity is endless versus if you believe the opportunity is fixed. 
And some of you have a fantastic business, have a fantastic product, and the reason it's not working is because your mindset is crap, not because the business is crap. How you think about what you do is why you get the results that you get. And if you don't understand that, you'll keep making decisions that hurt you and you'll blame it on other people. You'll blame it on her success as the rationale for why you don't have success. Don't take my word for it. Go read the book. I really think it's going to help you guys. And if you want to get woo-woo, hippie, spiritual with me, head over to RHP tomorrow and we can take a deep dive in abundance versus scarcity mindset. But I hope I gave you something to think about as you start this week. The most important thing that we have in any pursuit, y'all, is our mind. And you are in charge of what you think. I know it doesn't seem like that all the time. But focusing your thoughts is a practice. Just like learning to walk, just like learning to drive a car, it's a practice. And you can practice and get better. All right, guys. I'll be back on Friday with producer Jack. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Do some trivia maybe. Until then, I hope you're signed up for the email so you get my note that comes out on Wednesdays. You can get the link to that in the show notes. We'll be back soon. But as always, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network.